Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. Welcome back to Grounds for Discussion. I'm Becky. And I'm Laura. And today we are talking about the book Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote. And we are hopefully both drinking coffee. I am. Yes, Uh, as am I. It is beautiful fall weather. It's like these have been the perfect days, I feel like. This is when I describe a perfect weather day. It's what we have had lately. It's like 70 degrees. Nice. Windy. It just smells like fall, you know? So Jealous. I've been on, <laughs> yeah. I've been on a pumpkin rampage. I've like, well, it didn't help that I went to Aldi and they have all their pumpkin stuff. And I right. bought like pumpkin butter and then some more pumpkin butter. <laughs> And some pumpkin almonds, which are delicious. Last night I made a pumpkin dessert. Right now I have pumpkin coffee. All things pumpkin. All all the pumpkin things. Nice. Nice. Are you drinking anything? I I am. So I actually, the last time I grabbed coffee, I grabbed um, Starbucks, which I don't normally do. Uh Uh-huh. But... I can't remember what it was, but it looked interesting. So it's Starbucks coffee this time, but I used, I was kind of like tired. I I usually get caramel syrup yeah, um, just to, you know, put in coffee, regular coffee or whatever at Starbucks. Like I buy the big, you know, (laughs) pump thing of it. And they even, yeah, I, yeah, they gave me a pump and everything. They're like, here, you'll need this. Yes. The pump lady's coming in. I know, it was ridiculous. Um, it was funny. One time I was like, hey, can I buy a bottle of that stuff or whatever? And he was like, yeah, sure. Do you need a pump? And I'm like, no, I've got one. He's like, you have one? <laughs> I'm like, not my first rodeo. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. But so I usually get caramel because they only sell, usually it's vanilla and caramel are really staples like you can Mm -hmm. definitely get those occasionally they'll let you buy something else but usually it's just those two okay and so I usually go for caramel well I don't know I think I'm a little carameled out at the moment I'm like I love it but also like sometimes you just want something different like you just want a different flavor yeah so today I was like you know I'm not trying to make my own syrup so I tried to make a syrup Mm -hmm. of pistachio and cardamom because that sounded really like interesting fall-ish to me you know and like what's the verdict? but not your usual can't taste it oh really yeah Did uh, you just as i was make making strong enough i guess not huh. as i was making the syrup i kind of like tasted it as i was going and i was yeah. like well i think that's pretty good that you know but yeah. when i put it in the coffee i really can't it just tastes like huh. coffee <laughs> So Do you, will you try and make it stronger or will you just not? I might try to like, I'm hoping it sort of like concentrates on its own a little. Mm, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But if mm. it doesn't, then maybe I'll try to pump it up a little bit. I'm not really totally sure how because mm. the way I did it was not super easy. And I might look up mm. if there's an easier way. So Okay. You never know, but I, I thought the idea was fun. Yeah. The execution probably a little lacked a little bit there. I give myself a 6.2. Uh, hey. You know. That's, that's, you effort. know, better than. For, 
Fifty <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like I did well on the execution, but the dismount, you know, I did not nail the dismount. So and oh, that dismount. Oh, <laughs> and oh, oh, oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I just, I'm not really getting yeah. it through the coffee. So yeah. I think I, the coffee just you. overwhelmed it a bit. So. I personally have found in the past, I don't know, year and a half maybe, that when I add spices directly to my coffee while I'm boiling it, because, you know, I do cowboy coffee. (gasps) That's what I should have done. That would have been way easier. Yes. It flavors the coffee so much better than if I put syrups in. And then I just keep putting syrup in because I'm like, oh, I can't taste it. Right. And, And then, yeah. And sometimes oh, I go, oh, my word. Yeah. So that maybe, would have been so much better. I should have put it in the grounds themselves. I didn't now, even think about that. Now, the only thing is, like, you don't have a whole bunch that you could use later. But, you know. Right, and then, but who cares? Yeah. Then you'd be able to taste it and see if you actually really like it, though. So That's what I should do. That's totally what I'm going to do. Next time, do I'm it. going to just put it all into the grounds. But the only thing I'm not totally sure about is... Well, it should be fine because I usually do French press, but I was thinking it might kind of clog everything up because I use real pistachios. I used real pistachios. Yeah, see, I don't know how you would do that. See, since it's a French press, yes, who cares? It won't matter. It's all just. I will say that's a good idea to do that with um, cinnamon and a French press, and it did for some reason clog. Cinnamon can clog things a bit. Okay, for some reason. I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, I just thought that maybe because it was a spice, it was like... I feel like cinnamon does it more than others, but I could be wrong. Huh. That's a good why. idea. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Put it in the ground. Stupid, yes. stupid. <laughs> Amateur don't, hour. Don't, don't beat yourself <laughs> up, girl. <laughs> Amateur hour. <laughs> my word you know it crowd right yes love it (laughs) the one where he's like i can't remember what the actual scenario is but he's laughing and jen comes in and she's like what's so funny he's like this circuit board jen (laughs) someone's wired the whatever yes (laughs) he's like i've got tears in my eyes (laughs) amateur hour (laughs) anyway he's my favorite i love (laughs) that Sing the song. Someone. Sing the song. 8118999. 8118999. That's easy. 0118. <laughs> the hilarious thing is that you know the number. Are you kidding me? And that's all we really care about. I'm not going to lie. We love you people, but we're not here for you. (laughs) As is obvious. We're like the worst podcasters ever. (laughs) I know. Just like, well, it's really more for us. 
Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, Anywho. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. So yes. Uh, yeah. You wanna? Let's jump. Let's jump in. Yeah. Break ready? the fast at. You ready? Tiffany's. Okay. Break that fast. <laughs> break it all up. <laughs> Tiffany. All right. What are we gonna say about this book, Laura? Yeah. Let's chat about t- breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. So <laughs> first, I would like to know. What did you know about this going in? Had you ever read it before or seen the movie? I feel like a long time ago, I saw the movie. I'm talking maybe 12 years old. I don't remember it. I just remember she was very classy in my mind. Like, yeah, you know. Well, it's Audrey Hepburn. Right, right. She has to be classy. Um, And that's about it. I didn't know anything about the book. I knew who wrote the book. Uh, I didn't know the storyline. Nothing, honey. Okay. Because that's yeah. about where I was, too. So I feel like I had maybe seen little bits and pieces of Breakfast at Tiffany's just here and there, like right. you do with most kind of more famous movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. I'd never yeah. read the book. Yeah. And I really didn't know the storyline at mm-hmm. all. I just knew it was like this lady who was it's audrey about her just you know yeah (laughs) right she's classy and pretty that's it Uh, you know yeah so yeah okay so we both went into it the same cool yeah okay pretty blind next i need to know Mm -hmm. um i got the answer what do you make of what what do you what do you make of this holly gal oh holly golele um even her name is like She's bald. A bit much. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit much. Am I right? Yes. I'm like Truman. Yes. Holly Golightly. Um, okay. Which, come to find out, makes sense because it's not a real name. But. Right. But still, um, I really <laughs> flat out just going to say I didn't like this book. Um, okay. All right. Uh, That's fair. And we're done. No. And blackout. <laughs> so I, uh, she, I didn't understand like half the time. Why are you going off about dykes? Like, you know, I feel like there were yeah. a lot of things that like she brought up and I was like, why are you even talking right now? I don't. Did you feel like Holly was just a mouthpiece for Truman Capote? Yes. <laughs> yes. And the more that I got to know her character and, like, looked up things after I read the book, the more I was like, he's just talking as though he were her. But also I think right. he did base her character a lot on his mom. I don't know if you read anything about his mom and his No. Upbringing. Well, we Interesting. You remember the book that we did uh, a long time ago, but it was um Uh yeah, what did we do? We did one of his. Um Furious Hours. Yes. And it wasn't about No, oh, I that's mean, right. We didn't do one of his. We did Right. It wasn't Furious about Hours. Him. That's right. It was about um Oh, remind me of her name. Um Harper. Um, oh, Harper Lee. Harper Lee. Yes. Yep. And she grew up like right next to him and uh you know, they so were, you, yeah, they were friends. They were really good friends, yeah. Yes. And until they had like this big falling out. Well, um I read a little bit about his upbringing 
and it talked about how his mom, um, he, he, some people think that he based his character off of his mom because she was, okay. we know from furious hours that she was in and out. She, he had mommy issues because she was okay. never really there. And when she was, okay. it'd be like, you know, let me swoop in and make things wonderful. And then I'm going to ditch you type of, you know, mm, and she okay. went to New York city at one point to like, she wanted to find a rich man and get married. And like, that was her goal mm. and aspiration in life. Um, and you know, she came back, she would come and go constantly. She not, she was not like a stable person yeah. in his life. And I think he had a lot of really, he didn't really know like all of the details of what she did in New York city or yeah. like in any of the places that she went. And I think that when you look at this book through that lens, you kind of get a feel for like maybe one way that her lifestyle could have gone. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, he's maybe he's seeing, imagining what her life yeah. might've been like in New yeah. York. Uh-huh. And, okay, like, so she, in the beginning of the book, she just seems very ditzy and, like, at least she came off that way to me. Like, e yeah. you're not thinking, you're not, like, right. but she, I don't know. And, like, she was dating, I don't know if she was officially dating all these guys, but it made it sound like she was sleeping around and she, I honestly, at first, I thought maybe she was supposed to be a prostitute, I did like a too. real, like a like a call girl, like a really like a high yeah. class call girl. I did too because um, it even said something about her getting paid to be with a guy right. or something. Right. So, so I actually looked that up as I was reading because I was like, I need to know what this character is supposed to be because yeah. that informs the entire all of it. Mm -hmm. Like, who mm -hmm. it, is she? A prostitute and so i looked it up and apparently no she's not supposed to be a prostitute she's just supposed to be someone who um just lives off others hmm. mostly men you know like yeah like she just doesn't she doesn't do anything for a living she just lives off men basically hmm. well, um she, and mean, you find out yeah. later she has that whole scheme with a guy in jail, which do you think she knew what she was doing? She kind of played innocent there. She was pretty much sending yeah. um, signals and like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like messages. messages. Like, yeah. Yep. About drug, drug deals. Right. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Through this guy um, in jail that she would go and visit. And yes, I, I don't know. Like, I can't, I couldn't tell if she was the type of person that, like, just played stupid, but was really smart, or if she really didn't understand what she, the, the, um, you know. The consequences. What she, yeah, what she was yeah. doing and what would happen because of it. But how can you not in some of those scenarios? Right. Well, and, and Paul, the, the narrator character paul he even doesn't even say at one point like i think you're asking for trouble or something yeah. like that yeah. doesn't he basically clue her in like look this yeah. seems dodgy and you could end up in trouble because yeah. it just it it seems dodgy yeah 
Mm-hmm. And I can't remember how she responds, but she, I, I feel like she mm-hmm. had to have known at least, at least that it wasn't, at least that it wasn't up and up. Yeah. 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 Um, but also, I'm not sure she really cared for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. It seems strange to me that she wouldn't, because that would have big implications for her life. But yeah. she never really seemed like she cared about consequences. Mm-hmm. Like, even if she, she almost seemed like, well, I'll deal with that if it happens. Kind yeah. of. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. I don't want to have to think about it now. Mm hmm. And I don't know if that was supposed to be because she doesn't have any attachments. And so it doesn't really yeah. matter that much to her. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know. She almost seems like she has some kind of attachment disorder where she right. doesn't really know how yeah. to have emotional connections that are, like, real. Yeah. Well, um, you find out that she... This whole part was a little confusing to me. So you find out that she was married. Yes. And she left her husband. But it sounds like she got married super young, but he was older and right. he already had kids. And so she became yes. a mom right away. And she ran away from all of that. It sounded like yeah. she was constantly on the run, though. Never facing right. consequences or... Which also reminds right. you, Kaya, like, makes you think of his mom, like, Truman yeah, Cody's mom. Yeah, definitely a big part piece of the puzzle that I uh-huh. didn't have. So that may, uh-huh. it, like, makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it I found uh, interesting, but some of it I found a little uh, hard to believe. Like, mm-hmm. just, I, I always have trouble with characters who sort of, um, act really familiar with other characters that they've just met. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. this, sto- I mean, the story starts out where she's just like totally invading this guy's space, basically, mm-hmm. and just being like, "Hey, do you mind if I just hang out in your house?" And very and, flippant, like, with, like do it, you know, body and yeah, just and, I don't know, like uh, it just. It didn't totally ring true to me because yeah. I don't know anyone that operates like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe there really are people that are like that, but it, and, and it's not even so much like the being, being open with your body or any of that stuff so much because I, I know there are people that are but like it's, that. It's more the like, right Hey, away. I'm going to tell you all the things and yeah. call you Fred. Cause you remind me of my brother and uh-huh. Hey, I'm going to go use your bathroom now to what, you know, like just yeah. that style doesn't, totally ring true to me like i'm like even if you are a really open person Mm -hmm. most people i can't i just can't see it you know Mm -hmm. i agree it's just it's way too familiar like on on the first meeting yeah it was almost obnoxiously it was annoying it was like yeah and and to think that like all these people are falling in love with her and everybody just loves her i don't understand like, she didn't really yeah. make connections with people. She just kind of slept right. around. I, right. I don't know. Um, and, I, and I felt I, like the entire thing... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like uh, the narrator of the story, Paul, I feel like he was in love with her. But then later, like, when I looked up information on the book, 
it said something about how he was a gay character. And I was like, oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> like, I didn't pick up uh, on that. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. Is that what it's, I mean, is that like generally considered to be the case or is that one person's opinion? Or I read it in a couple of places, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I was a little well, bit confused I mean, about that. But I think there is a lot of sexual things in this book. I was surprised by yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and how, I mean, Truman Capote, you know, we know his lifestyle and what he was about and like right. how he lived. So that's not necessarily surprising, but I think for the time it was, it's, it is surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so much of this was like put into it and allowed to right. stay in the book. Um, I don't know how I got yeah. off on that, but. I mean, I know that he kind of lived sort of that bohemian lifestyle in New York and that Mm -hmm. this was kind of his scene, like going to parties and getting drunk and, Mm -hmm. you know, sleeping around and just, you know, not really doing a lot of work, Mm -hmm. just sort of, you know, like, what are you filling your days with? Just like parties and stuff, you know, like, and um, frankly, it looked really boring to me. I was Mm -hmm. so bored. Thinking yes. about the idea of, oh my gosh, I was just like, how can you live like this? Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, so we know that he kind of did that. And it's like, I get so apparently, obviously, Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, in, in Cold Blood was his big, you know, his yes. first big thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Breakfast at Tiffany's kind of cemented that people, you know, it, it had a good, uh, you know, people, People liked it. It was well-received. Yeah. Um, and then apparently he tried to write, like, some novel, and I can't remember which one it was or if huh. it got published or what, but, like, it was, like, kind of more along the same lines about his life in New York and okay. the high flyers and all the cool people and huh. live, live doing their thing in yeah. Manhattan. And um, it, it was a flop? kind of a fl- like a flop. Huh. Like, nobody really... And I was like... Well, yeah, it's one thing to put that out as, like, in the form of a short fiction novel. Right. Uh That's all I could take of it. Yes. I don't think normal people can take much more of that lifestyle. Yeah, I could barely take that. Exactly. It was was pushing it a bit to take this much of it. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I think he did. I huh. I think he wouldn't have understood how strange his lifestyle might seem to other people. Mm. Um... I don't know. I could be wrong. Do you think he, I mean, was he, um, like a narcissist? Well, you gotta wonder. I mean, I definitely, I mean, obviously you said he had mommy issues and I, my copy of the book was part of a three, like, stories. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you have that too? I did. I didn't read the other ones. Okay. I ended up reading the others just because I was curious. So okay. Breakfast at Tiffany's was the longest of the three. Okay. There was another one that I can't even remember the name. And then the last one was um, A Christmas Memory, I think it's called. Hmm. And like short stories? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, I mean, I think Breakfast at Tiffany's would maybe be called, like, what, a novella? Mm-hmm. Something yes. like that. Because mm-hmm. it, it's, it's long enough to be longer than a short story, but not really a novel right so anyway um so i read i read all three 
I, I, like I said, I really can't even remember what the second one was about, but the third one was called A Christmas Memory, and I'd always wanted to read that one because I was mm. like, interesting, what would Truman Capote have to say about Christmas, like mm. his childhood Christmas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the least Christmassy thing you can probably imagine. Really? Um, it's about him and an older um, caretaker-type character um growing up i'm assuming in the south because it sounds rural Hmm. and how every year you know at a certain time of the year she would get up and just be like oh my goodness it's time it's um fruitcake making time Hmm. or walnut cake or whatever i can't remember what it was called but some kind of cake that they always made and how they were really poor, so they had to scrape, figure out ways to scrape up money throughout the year so that mm-hmm. they could make these cakes at Christmas time to give mm-hmm. out to their friends or people they didn't even know or whoever. It was always different. Mm. And it almost sounded like this caretaker person was, um, if not mentally handicapped, mm. then on the very low side of intelligence, possibly. Mm. But... If I had to guess, I'd say, like, 50s, maybe okay. 60s. Huh. Um, you know, like, uh, age, I'm sorry. Right, like, right. And, you know, an older person. And um, there are other, the only other characters that really appear in the book are all very incidental. He talks about other people in the house who they basically just don't pay much attention to. Hmm. They might be upset about things here and there. They might talk to them here and there, but... I don't even know if he ever named any names hmm. and he never said parents. He just said the other people in the house or whatever. Hmm. So, it's, and I'm, he may have used the word relatives at one point okay, or, or at a couple points. So hmm. you start to see a picture of, yes. yeah. you know, a childhood that is at, at the very least, very unusual, but almost certainly quite dysfunctional yes. mm-hmm. and not stable. Mm-hmm. Um, very poor. Yeah. Said they would take a baby buggy around everywhere for all their stuff that they would do. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it would be their picnic basket, and sometimes it would be their basket to carry their, you know, walnuts that they were going to sell that they'd collected, mm-hmm. or you know, just different, like very much rural, yep. mm-hmm. poor scenes. Yeah. With you know. He Use this did, baby buggy as their shopping cart. I mean, he did grow up really poor. Yeah. In a very rural area. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's interesting to think about. Yeah. How much he wrote into his stories, just his actual experiences. Yeah. So when you piece all the puzzle pieces together, it makes yeah. sense. Uh-huh. But it makes for a very strange book, or, yes. or you know, read, yes. to me anyway. I, I personally loved In Cold Blood, not loved, but I thought it was interesting. Oh, and I really enjoyed Cold Blood. Yes, it, it, I really in liked Cold reading Blood. it. Um, yep. And... I guess to see his writing in such a different way. Now it's mm-hmm. a different, I would consider it a different, you know, genre and yeah. Um, so maybe that's part of it, but just, I do think stories, for me, it's a big part of it. Yeah. Well, yes, which that's a whole nother, uh, 
you know, thing about like how he came upon that story and all that right. stuff. But um, so far, everything I've read of his, and it's not a ton, but the little bit that I've read of his in Cold Blood has been the only thing I've really yeah. enjoyed. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Because he put too much of himself in the others, and I'm not sure I would have liked him as a human being. <laughs> Yeah. Um, only because he was so damaged and it's just hard to live around that, you know? Yes. Not um, just the damaged. He, I don't know, his actual lifestyle, I would have yeah. had trouble um, just being around that, you know? Right. And it's, yeah, I that's just not my scene. That's not my thing. Right. You know? Well, I guess I'm just one of those people that, that doesn't, I, parties are so insanely boring to me. If it's mm-hmm. literally just standing around, like, drinking and, like, right. talking. And right. that's literally the whole part. Or maybe, like, dancing. I don't know. I, I'm like, that is so boring. Yes. And second, the other thing get that a, seems get to Get a be, good game night going. I'm all about I know, that. right? Like, do something. <laughs> yeah. And second, like, the other thing that seems to be really big in priority for him is like being around the cool kids basically Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like it seems like it's really important to him to be known and appreciated by the popular people or the it crowd or the whatever you know but in Um, real life he dumped friends left and right and that kind of makes sense now like his longtime friend harper lee who he grew up with and considered like family they had this huge falling out and I think that happened to a lot of people in his life and so that kind of makes sense he's constantly searching and looking for the next best thing when he really has no idea how to fill that void and I think that's a what you just said is a big chunk of what the book is supposed to be about in some ways Mm -hmm. Because yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's, you come to find out, is her way of saying, like, when I find a place that feels like home, it'll yes. feel like being in Tiffany's. Because Tiffany's is a just a place where I can always feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, not worried and, you know. Um, and she says she's never found it. And when she does, she'll be able to belong, right. basically. Mm-hmm. A- and have connections and feel like she fits in somewhere Mm -hmm. um so i do think that's pretty much truman in a capsule Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah so Um, anyway did do did you watch the movie after you read the book i didn't i started it but i didn't have time to finish it i am planning to finish it um i almost felt like audrey hepburn was maybe the wrong choice oh okay because that's actually what truman capote said She's, she's, first of all, she was already a big star. So already you're dealing with preconceived notions of who she is as a care, as a character Mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, if I were casting it, I would go with an unknown Mm. so that you could see the character. Um, but also I think she's too, maybe too classy. Mm. Because I'm not sure this is supposed to be, yeah, she's supposed to be classy, but there's mm-hmm. this, it's also supposed to be a woman 
who underneath came from dirt poor, had to marry at 13 because I had no other choice. Right. And it's hard to see that through an Audrey Hepburn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get that. But that was just bait. Apparently, he was really dissatisfied with the movie. Okay. I don't remember the movie, but he said that they rewrote a lot of it and it wasn't true to what he... Um, I definitely you know, saw some some stuff here and there where I was like, oh, well, that wasn't quite how it was in the book. And I can't point out any specifics because I don't remember. But there was definitely some moments where I was like, oh, well, that wasn't it in the book. Well, you I know? think with a lot um, of the, the sexual stuff, a lot of oh, that for was sure. probably taken out. And I well, think... that and, and the male character, Paul, the narrator. Yeah. He, um, when you first meet him, mm-hmm. he brings home this woman and she's like i would say older not old but older like maybe in her 40s or 50s Uh and um audrey hepburn's character escape like leaves out the fire escape of her apartment to get away from some guy that's Uh annoying her and she goes and watches at his window because she wants to go into his apartment Uh and they've met like briefly i think at this point but anyway, um, she goes and watches at his window while this woman, like, she's in there. And the woman drops some money on the dresser or whatever and mm-hmm. leaves. And then Audrey knows she can go in because she's left. Hmm. So already there's a weird, like, yeah. wait, is he an escort? Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah, it's it, it was different. Hmm. It was different. Um. So, obviously, if he had met him to be a gay character, mm-hmm. not that, you know, gay people could never sleep with, you know, right. the opposite gender, but um, it may have irked him, or just, maybe he just thought that's mm-hmm. just, the character wouldn't do that, or, diff- you know, I don't know, yeah. but um, it definitely muddied the waters a little bit, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. But I didn't know that that character was supposed to be gay either, so, well, you know. I mean... That's, I didn't pick up on that from the actual book. I'm wondering if that's how he wrote it. It wouldn't have surprised me, but right. I just didn't know that was right. the case. Yeah. I don't know. The whole conversation that she had with him about lesbians and... Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I was. She was like, I'm a little bit of a, a dyke, too. Like, what? I... I okay. Okay. What? <laughs> like, not that that couldn't be the case, but it just felt weird. It was. I was like, I don't weird. get why. It was like, we're gonna why are you telling him this? About this, the story, and we're gonna insert this little thing that I, as the author, want everybody to read, and then we'll go back to the story. Like, it just didn't yeah. make any sense in the story. Why right. is she saying this? I don't think it's true because she never dated any women like but then again maybe that was supposed to be part of her character too that she's just so flippant about everything mm. around her yeah that she wouldn't have any objection to being a lesbian you, but yet yeah she's not really what but yeah did you like, think it was super weird though <laughs> that she kept bringing it up like yeah she brought it but, up quite a bit like I said, for me, a lot of this book felt like it definitely was coming from just like a mouthpiece almost, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, which is why it doesn't surprise me that people assume that the narrator's gay, because if you're sort of placing Truman as the narrator in a sense, then yeah. okay, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's what he was trying to do, but yeah. Yeah. It, it was an interesting read. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word we want to use here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just don't know if I have anything else to say. Like, I know. I know. I really... Uh, yeah. It's confusing it, to me because it's such a classic. So you have mm-hmm. the idea in your head of what Breakfast at Tiffany's is or means. Yes. And so then you read the book you, and you're like, what? What did you think it... Like, <laughs> what did you think it would be about? I thought it would be about this really classy lady about town. And she's just pretty and charming and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and i think she's supposed to be mm-hmm. she's just not to me right i guess mm-hmm. you know so it's and i think again that goes back to audrey hepburn mm-hmm. in our yeah, brains our we whole, hear yes yeah our whole we hear breakfast at tiffany's our brain goes audrey hepburn mm-hmm. yeah but she it does talk in the book about the big sunglasses and I think yeah. in the last part of the book, it talks about a, a black dress, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it might. I can't remember. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it, it's the it's book. the right. Yeah, it's. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that the details were wrong. It's just that the entire feel uh-huh. was mm-hmm. wrong for yes. for what he had actually written. Yeah. Yes, and also, I don't think I, I don't think I would want to watch a movie about the real Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right, and maybe so, that's why they changed so much. Right, so I could see why they would do that. Um, but when I think of Breakfast of, at Tiffany's, I think, like you said, of ha- Audrey Hepburn, and. I have the exact same thoughts like this classy lady in New York City and just watching her life in New York City. Right. And this book is not that at all. No. So it's no. a big, not letdown, but it's like... Uh, it's disorienting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even care about this book. Like, I don't understand... Like you said, why it's a classic. I don't know. Right. I mean, well, I can understand why some people would consider it a classic because I think it was ahead of its time for... Um, and I think the idea of this free spirit who doesn't really yeah. know how to form attachments, um, but that's part of her charm, but that's mm-hmm. also her downfall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of trope if you want to call it that um rings rings true for people that yeah these there are people in life who you meet who are just have this over the top like attraction and charm and whatever but yet underneath they're so empty Mm -hmm. and so you know um and I think that's a piece of humanity that a lot of people can identify with Mm -hmm. um so I see why that it maybe is what makes it a classic but as far as the actual story itself yeah yeah you know i want i'm curious like when it became a classic 
when did people start considering right. it a classic? Did they, did they, like in the sixties, think this has potential to be a classic? Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm just curious because it's like you look at it differently based on you know like world views and so right. You know, what were they thinking at the time and what made them think yeah. that this could be a classic? Well, it seems like it was at least popular enough at the time right? for people to, to sort of recognize it. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we can rate. Yeah. Um, I, I am curious, though, if you have a rating that... Uh, would has changed as we're talking or if you um, knew what you were going to rate it and are kind I, of sticking I to did that. not okay. no I really didn't know what to rate it it's uh, in my brain it's a book that it, it's one of those where I'm like okay it, it's it just is mm-hmm. I don't even really have a lot of like feelings about it or emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the brilliance of it too, supposedly that, mm. you know, he makes you feel the same way, which is detached and mm. unable yeah. to connect. I don't know. We might be giving him so, more credit than what <laughs> it's I don't know. I really because don't. That is actually a really good insight. What you just said, but I don't know because based off of his other writings, is he able to, to do that with emotions, you know. Yeah, and I don't or know. I'd have to go back readers. and read them through that. Yeah, yeah I'd have to read read some other stuff through that uh-huh. lens. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I definitely he he passed that along for me because I sort of feel like it's a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't love it or hate it. It's it I just think is. You are supposed to feel. Um, Everyone in the book fell in love with her. Who knew her? And I and I just don't get that. So I just yeah. straight up don't get that. Yeah. So I think you are supposed to feel a sense of connection with her in some way. Are we supposed to feel sorry for her? I, I think so. I mean, especially okay. with the her history. I think okay. she's supposed to be the one that you really want to be like. Uh, that she's the one that I don't. I don't know. I it just seemed to me like everybody can't help but fall in love with her type of feel, you know. Hmm. And I wasn't entirely sure whether the character was in love with her. I didn't know if the narrator was in love with her. Oh, I thought I just that he seemed interested in her life. Uh-huh. In ways that didn't totally make sense well, because I guess she hadn't given him that much. The beginning and, made me you know, think that he loved her because he she had been missing for years and yeah, uh, he kind of the story goes into like him reminiscing, like that's right. how the story is told, and so I guess from the beginning I got the impression oh she where is she and he's like remembering her and remembering their time together and it just right it sounded to me like he 
Well, and he said at one point, he at least, he said something about, um, I can't remember exactly, but basically sort of intimating that he was jealous of, um, oh, I don't remember his name, but the guy she was planning to run away with to yes. Brazil. Yeah. He, he basically makes it sound like he's kind of jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Almost like, you know, why, why wouldn't she consider me? Right. right. Being with me. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's, it does seem like he's, and, and I couldn't tell if that meant that he was in love with her or that he was just really enamored with her aura or right. who, who, you know, like, oh, she's jet setting. She's going to just top a plane and, uh-huh. you know, like, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what that meant. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I yeah, I do always take into account our talks because uh-huh. sometimes talking through it with you helps me find new things about the mm-hmm. book that I hadn't appreciated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it kind of went the opposite way with this talk. <laughs> like, Oh, there's more things to hate less. about it. <laughs> oh boy. From your knowledge. <laughs> I, now I have no, I, no, I'm just, kidding. um, but just that, like that my ambivalence makes sense. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. you read something and you go, huh, Mm-hmm. I wonder why I feel this way about it. And then if you talk to somebody and they sort of had some of the same things, you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Right, right. Um, so I f- sort of feel that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it, it was a bit of a strange read, you know? Like, <laughs> like yeah. huh, you know? Yeah. So uh, honestly, I'm probably going to give it like a Duncan. Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to be a Duncan. If I want to be really generous, I could do a Dunk o'clock, but... Mm. Do you want to be Which would generous? be, a, you know, two and a half. If I, if I was being generous, maybe yeah. a two and a half on a good day. Duncan really hurts my stomach, so, so that makes sense. That. <laughs> 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 you know what I hate even more than Duncan? Folgers. Folgers, which is what this is getting for me. <laughs> a big fat Folgers in a cup. <laughs> the best part of waking up is definitely Just not dumping Folgers, Folgers out of your cup. <laughs> so mean. Sorry, Aunt Mayor. Oh, we love you. Oh, hey, we just have our preferences. Exactly. There's no shame. Anyway, yes, definitely I would give it a Folgers. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Definitely, definitely a Folgers. Um, Which is a one I, for those of you. Yeah, who I, may don't, not I don't recommend it. I see no need for it. I put it at the bottom of the list. <laughs> but I, do you like it? I denounce you. <laughs> <laughs> I denounce thee. Breakfast at Tiffany's. <sighs> but do you like it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Even so. that Tiffany's bit is so weird to me. What's that? Can you imagine one? Even the Tiffany's thing is so weird to me. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine any place less like a home than a jewelry right. store? Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's so. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, he was <laughs> weird, so. Yeah. He was a unique individual. Mm-hmm. It's not always bad to be weird. I tell my kids. No. That. 
But if you're writing a story about it, don't expect everybody to love it. Right. Unless they do, and then just chalk it up to coincidence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And write something good. (laughs) Like in cold blood. Bada bing. There you go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. So what is our next book? Oh, yes. Okay. So our next book in our list of classics Mm -hmm. is Lord of the Flies by William Golding. Mm -hmm. And have you have you read this book? I can't remember if I had to read it in high school or not. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I did, but it's it would have been. Yeah, it would have been like high school. Um, So it'll be interesting to uh, revisit that one. Yes. I know a little bit about it. So, okay. We thought that'd be a good pick for October. Yes. October. Indeed. Yeah. And I, I guess that's all we got, right? Yeah. So, um, thank you for joining us this month for these months of classics. You've really hung in there with us, folks. We appreciate it. So thank you for joining us. Thrones for discussion where the coffee and the books are a perfect blend.